Well, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to Anti Up. Howard Benner and Adam Ronis here from the new look Fantasy Alarm. Oh, baby, if you haven't seen the new site, I don't know what you're doing. It's so good. Adam, how are you? What's going on? Um, obviously, you woke up this morning and Fantasy Alarm, brand, brand new. Yeah, definitely, man. I was happy to see it. I know we talked about it yesterday, so I was like, all right, today's the day, right? And went and saw it. So great job by you motivating everyone to get this done. Full team effort. Full team effort. I, you know, listen, I mean, it was, it was crazy. I mean, yeah, you know, it was like somebody always had to, you know, somebody always stepped up to to take things to another level and to make it happen, whether it was in Pemba and Grande um, whether it was Matt Sells, Matt Wolf, I mean, it was just, it was, it was fantastic. It really was. Um, so proud to be part of this family. And, uh, yeah, I just, that, that's, that's what I am very proud, uh, for that to happen. Now, um, as a result of like the redesign and FSGA going on right now and some craziness here, um, I don't know, we're, we're probably just going to, uh, we're going to probably do a, a, a little half hour for you. Because Adam, actually, you are after uh, after we record this, uh, doing a little Colton and the Wolf Man for Rick Wolf, the the man who who definitely went back to back all nighters to to get this uh, this redesign uh, covered away, back to back all nighters, and then a flight down to uh, to Dallas where the uh, where the FSGA is. So you're filling in for him tonight. Um, excited? Are you are you going to be talking uh, Cowboys football with your man Colton? Uh, that is not in the rundown, but I'm sure he'll probably bring it up. Are you guys sticking just to fantasy baseball? Wow. No, no, there's football in there, but there's nothing specific with the Cowboys listed as of yet. But I'm sure he'll bring it up somehow, right? There'll probably like be a a Zeke talk or or Dak or something, right? Who's 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 the bigger homer for the Cowboys? Is it Glenn Colton or Jim Bowden? Oh man. <sighs> That's a tough one, right? It's probably, I mean, uh, probably Colton, right? I I don't know. I mean, I he he brings it up on a regular basis, just as I mean, Jim does as well. I think Jim does it more out of like shtick at times, mm-hmm. you know, just to you know, because he knows that I'm just like, oh my god, if we talk about the Cowboys more, one more time, I'm gonna kill myself. Um, but yeah, so maybe it is Glenn because to him, it, it's it's all genuine. It's all genuine. And listen, you know what? And I and I and I love Glenn to death. I really do. Um, but even I, you know, Mr. Yankees fan was doing a show with Glenn. And I was like, dude, can, can you stop with the Yankees homerism, please? I mean, take it to a whole new level. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Colton the Wolfman, if you guys listen on the uh, on the Sirius XM app. Uh, and check it out. Um, obviously, it's going to be a great show. It's going to be extremely informative. Um, they're big into movies. I know you've always kind of made fun of the fact that me, Glenn, and, and Rick, we know all the movies by heart. Uh, if you've got the rundown already, who is the uh, the actor or actress that you guys are, uh, are covering tonight? Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. Okay. All right. Have you, uh, have you pulled up the IMDB page? Because Listen, Lord, Lord knows I, I can guarantee that you probably have not seen any of the movies that they're listing or they're talking about. Right. I have not seen any of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh man! All right, why don't you wait? Hit hit me with it. Maybe we can uh, we can we can surprise everybody on Colton and the Wolfman and and give you a little extra knowledge. All right, first one into the woods. Oh, I think that's like a it's like a, a fairy tales. It's um it's like a musical. I believe it's a. Uh, yeah, it was like a yeah, that's what it was. It was like an, an an old it's like a musical version of like telling, you know, Hans Christian Andersen or grim fairy tales, you know, like uh the wolf and red riding hood and that stuff. All right. So, yeah, that that, that doesn't sound like fun. Mary Poppins returns. Mm. I I had issues with them doing the sequel of Mary Poppins. I'm not going to lie. I thought Emily was, was fantastic. You know, I like her. I I like her a lot, but yeah, the whole Mary Poppins returns kind of thing that, that kind of disappointed me a little bit. Did you see the original Mary Poppins? No, you, you don't even even see the original Mary Poppins. Nope. Didn't you ever like sit there and like stay home sick and like, you're like, Sick on like a weekend, so you just kind of park your ass in front of a TV on a Sunday afternoon. No, I was either hanging outside while you or, were sick. Well, no, if I was sick, I was probably really sick and in bed and resting. Mm. Mm. All right, so you haven't seen any Mary Poppins, so you can't weigh in on this one at all. No, all right. <laughs> <laughs> So far, this is sounding like a phenomenal show. What's next? Devil Wears Prada. Heard of it. Never watched it. You know what? Actually, it's a very entertaining movie. I enjoyed it. Um, she is the um, she is the assistant to uh, Meryl Streep. And the girl who comes in, Anne Hathaway, who like metamorphosizes into, you know, whatever, blossoms into the, the new assistant, whatever. And she kind of surpasses Emily Blunt. So you kind of feel bad for Emily Blunt in this. She's a little mean at first, you know, a little like mean girls ish mean. Uh, but that was an entertaining movie. Um, you know, I don't I don't think it's it's your speed at all. So uh, they're three for three right now. All right. Next one. The girl on the train. Oh, yeah, that's like a, it's like a murder mystery kind of one. You, you might actually enjoy that one. I mean, it, it kind of kind of dragged at certain points in the movie so you know but you that that out of all the movies right there that's the one i think you would have the most interest in a quiet place now i know a quiet place too just came out because my friend talked about going to see it uh but i have not seen either one me neither i believe it's a scary movie yeah one of those where like people are like under the bed or like hiding in a closet away from like some sort of alien creatures. But it's all about like that whole kind of like just that, that tension of being found. You have to be quiet. All right. Ugh. Ugh. All right. So I don't know. I don't even know if I'm going to tune in for this episode of Colton. (laughs) You didn't want to, you didn't want to talk back to him and suggest maybe, you know, (laughs) an actor, an actress who you might enjoy. Uh, I'm sure they had this plan for a bit, so I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Lean heavily on producer Shannon Blunt. Exactly. (laughs) Wait, sorry. uh, I think I'm losing reception. I can't hear you guys. (laughs) (laughs) You start tapping your mic. You're like, you guys hear that clicking sound? 
Yeah, there's, there's bad storms here. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of rain. <laughs> well, all right. Well, there you go. So we have uh, we've now wasted half the show talking about how how you're gonna have nothing to add uh, to the movie conversation. There, I mean, you know, the the beautiful thing is they kind of spin it to fantasy uh, in some way, shape, or form. That if you the show's not going completely off the rails, you'll you'll get your fantasy talk in there. So. Um, I like it. Uh, congratulations. So, yeah, folks, check it out. Sirius XM, uh, go, Colton and the Wolfman. Just, you know, check it out on that SXM app uh, and you won't miss it. Before we uh, continue and actually talk some sports here, uh, I obviously want to give a nice little shout out here to Sirius XM and uh, pay some bills uh, through them as well. So take a listen to this. All right, Adam, what's going on, dude? So NBA, let's start there because I actually uh, was the one who published your best bets tonight. Now, I don't know. Is this game actually happening while we're talking here? Clippers Jazz or is that starting late? Yeah, that's 10 p.m. Eastern. 10 p.m. Eastern. Gotcha. Yeah, so it has not started yet. The Sixers are playing the Hawks right now. Sixers are playing the Hawks right now. What's that game at? Game two, Hawks won game one. Oh, nice. You know what? I mean, listen, if if the Knicks are going to lose, let it be to the team that, like, you know, potentially wins the East or at least comes back and has, like, a strong showing in the second round. I feel good about that. Better. Well, Sixers are up 33-20 after the first quarter. So this is pretty much kind of a must win for them. You don't want to win the lose the first two games at home. I mean, the Clippers did it and came back and won in seven, but it doesn't happen often. So Sixers kind of need to win this game. Is it is Embiid out still? No, he's playing. He played game one. He played. He, I think he scored. Okay. Was it thirty nine? Um, it's just he doesn't. He's not a hundred percent. You could see at times the knee is bothering him. Uh, he's got five points, four rebounds, two assists in ten minutes. One of four from the free throw line, though. That's uh, unusual. Ben Simmons is the guy that doesn't hit free throws on Philly. I mean, his free throw shooting in the playoffs for Ben Simmons is absolutely putrid. I mean, Embiid was 85.9% in the regular season, so kind of uncharacteristic to see him miss those shots. Uh, I just want to see real quick Ben Simmons in the playoffs. You'll never believe this, bro. You'll think I'm making it up. In six postseason games, he's shooting 34.2% from the free throw line. What was Shaq at his worst? Never that bad. <laughs> I don't understand. It's a free throw, like right there. It's the free throw line. It should be the easiest shot in the world to make. Why? I, I don't understand. I don't either. Even Luka Doncic uh, struggled in the postseason. He was in regular season. I think he was like 73, 74%, which is still not good for a guy like him that could hit these incredible three point shots and tough shots. And I think he was like 58% in the postseason. So, must be like a mental thing, but yeah, Ben Simmons just atrocious. Terrible, terrible. That's just that's uh, <laughs> you know it's so funny because that was always like the big knock on Shaq and the big joke about him uh, was that. And to see, see Ben Simmons, who you know he's more of a is he more of a defensive player? Like one of those guys where you'd think he would be taking more shots, but he's you know really not. Yeah, I mean, he's known more for his defense and distribution of the basketball 
he can drive to the basket well, but yeah, he does not shoot much from the outside. He just can't. Okay. All right. Well, interesting to watch. I'll uh, I'll be catching the late game. Actually, I'll be catching the Jazz against the Clippers. Um, liked you right up there. You got the Jazz tonight, uh, which is nice. Jazz by three. You also picked the under in this one here. Um, does this, uh, you know, I mean, is two twenty and a half is that considered high, or are we looking at the? No, nah, I don't even think it's considered that high. Is it? No. No. I mean, in the for the playoffs, maybe maybe slightly higher, but you know, the Nets Bucks game one was two forty. Game two dropped to 237. Um, that's about as high as you'll see in the postseason uh, because of those teams. But I think Philly Atlanta tonight, I think that was open. I think it was 222. So, yeah, I mean, that's about average for the postseason. I mean, the Lakers Suns were often 208, 209. Uh, Knicks Hawks were in the, you know, 207, 208 range for most of the series, but okay, uh, different teams. Um, but yeah, uh, the Jazz were going. I think the Jazz went over at all five games against Memphis because um, they were just hitting lights out threes and their defense wasn't as strong. But uh, Clippers tend to play a lot of low scoring games and both these teams are very slow paced. And, you know, the Clippers played a game seven on Sunday. It was kind of a grueling series. They had to come back from 2 0 and 3 2. So I could see them being a, a little off here in game one. Okay, but you haven't won in the series, though. The Clippers? Oh, no, you have the Jazz win in the series, right? Yeah, I think the Jazz win the series. Yeah, okay. Um, all right, well, you know, obviously that stuff's all being played while we're recording, and, and later tonight, when you time you're listening to this, um, it's not going to really matter. Let's talk about what is going to matter, and let's talk about Denver-Phoenix uh, tomorrow, you know, on Wednesday night. Uh, it's in Phoenix. Phoenix leads the series one nothing. Um, talk to me here. Uh, Jokic, right on Denver. Yeah, he just won the MVP. <laughs> just won the MVP, right? Mm-hmm. Does that uh does 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 a charge like that? Does something happen like that? Does that kind of turn something uh turn a guy on a little bit more? Um, you know, is Jokic the type of guy who will you know take that and you know use it as motivation to just do more? Nah, he's a very even keel guy, even during his acceptance speech, uh, they basically broke in on a, they had a, Denver was having a team meeting and then they had the commissioner on video and he announced it and Jokic was thanking everyone, you know, the team saying, I couldn't do this without you. And then the guys on TNT, Shaq, Barkley, Kenny Smith and Ernie Johnson were interviewing Jokic and you know, they had asked him because he's from Serbia, like, did you ever think of playing in the NBA? Was that like a dream for you? He's like, honestly, no. Like, I was just hoping to play in the top team in Europe, but I, I didn't think I'd be in the NBA. And, you know, he was very low key and gracious about it. He's the first second round pick to ever win the MVP. First Denver Nugget to win the MVP. So, um, yeah, he's very kind of humble, gracious. And so, yeah, I don't think so. He's he's just played great the whole season, the whole postseason. You know, I know people look at him and like, this guy's a basketball player because he's not muscular and everything. He just doesn't look like it. Uh, but the guy is just so talented and just can do it all on the basketball court. And obviously a big reason why Denver is here, because 
I don't know how Denver beat Portland. I, I don't think Portland should have lost that series. Uh, but Denver is a very mentally tough team. You know, they went through a lot last year. They came down from three games to one twice. I mean, teams don't do that once in their entire franchise history. History They did it twice in the postseason. Uh, and even this year, they lost Jamal Murray, their point guard. And I, I thought they were in trouble. But um, And Will Barton has not played forever. Uh, so I was like, this team, I don't know if they can do it, but they're getting contributions from Monte Morris, who I always like, but all of a sudden he's come alive. He did not play well in game one. And Austin Rivers and Campazzo. So they're just getting guys to contribute across the board. But I just think Phoenix, Phoenix is just a better team. They just have more talent. Uh, you know, Chris Paul was amazing in game one. He was quiet for three quarters and then just turned it on in the fourth quarter. The Cal Bridges put them on a big run in the third quarter for them to pull away. So uh, I never want to count Denver out. I just think they, they don't have the talent here to match up with Phoenix. All right. They're, they're a six point dog uh, on Wednesday night uh, over unders two, two, two um, Phoenix, uh, obviously big money line favorite at minus two forty, uh, but with against the spread, it's minus one ten uh, either way. So you, uh, you you got a thought here? You got a lean, an early lean? Yeah, I'm not sure yet. I, I probably would lean Phoenix, but man, I, I just don't don't like counting Denver out. But uh, I right. probably lean more towards the over. Oh, okay. There you go. More towards the over, and uh, and Phoenix laying six. It's again super early lean. Uh, Adam will probably have this game uh, written up tomorrow on wageralarm.com. Oh, maybe. I think I kind of have. Well, if I have to, I think there's only one game on. It's the game. only game. Listen, oh, I, shit. I'll tell you this. You know, I mean, if you were to throw one prop in there, or if you were to just write to everybody and say, "There's nothing on this game betting wise that I like," then don't, then there you go. And that's you know. Take Phoenix in the money line, then at minus two forty, if you like. I mean, whatever you know. See, that's the again. That to me is what good. You know, what the reason that you're subscribing to a, a, a site isn't just about picks. It's about you know also learning to be a, a better gambler, a smarter gambler. And I've said, you know, you and I've said this all the time. You know, if you don't like anything, don't bet. Yeah. And if, you know, if if you're you're the writer and you don't like anything on there and you don't have a, a, a bet or a lean or whatever, then that's what you say. You say that to the public. I, I don't like it. I'm not putting anything down. I couldn't, you know, and I don't want to steer you wrong uh, in either, you know, in any direction whatsoever. I respect that. You know, I wouldn't be sitting there. Oh, my God, I can't believe I pay all this money for this. And this is what I get. Yeah, he's basically t- teaching you how to be smart with your money. Yeah, so. and then someone else will probably put like twelve plays on the one game. <laughs> like here you go, here. Like come on, man, that's just like that's excessive. Yeah. Oh, right. With like a billion props, I you know I I did over this weekend. It was kind of funny. I actually liked a lot more props in MLB Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you know me, man. I'm like, eh, I don't really like the prop betting. Um, I'll give you like three that I like because I'm not going to, you know, I mean, and, and those three are the ones that, you know, you get researched and 
you know, you, you, you have a, a good idea of, of, you know, what it is. And, and, you know, that's, that's what you get. Like if you're, if I'm putting something out, it's because I'm a betting it myself and B I'm, you know, believing in it, but I'll tell you flat out if I don't like a, you know, a slate and lo and behold, man, I had like five or six on Friday and f- another five on, uh, on Saturday and another five on Sunday. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a good weekend. It was a good weekend. I think it was like 11 and three, 12 and three, just on the props, baby. Hmm. I hope you didn't have any Cabrian Hayes props today. Please don't tell me that he just left the game hurt. No, he hit a home run and missed first base. So it was taken away. What the? How do you miss first base? <laughs> I retweeted it. So. If you could see it, but yeah, he missed first base and uh, they saw it. What the ever loving F? Wait a minute. All right. Yeah, there he is. What? He completely uh, missed it. What a schmuck. Right? Like, now me, well, look, judging from the. How does the first base coach not see that? And tell him to come back. He must have not been looking down at it. Yeah. yeah, see, he's looking to his right. He's probably looking at the ball, which I guess I can't blame. But maybe when you see this, you're like, yeah, I'm going to always look at first base. Like that is something that I would see. I've seen it before in softball. A guy will say he missed third base. He missed third base. There's one umpire in our softball games. He's not <laughs> fucking looking at third base. You know what I'm saying? Like it would have to be completely obvious. And, you know, you'd have to sell it and be like. And and if I'm other if I'm the other team, I'm like you weren't even looking at their base. How do you know they're they're selling it to you and you're buying it, right? Because if you're one umpire, we have one umpire. He's buying home plate in the playoffs. Actually, I don't know if they do it out in Jersey in Long Island when we had playoffs. They would have two umpires. I don't think they did in Jersey. They only have one. And he's behind home plate, so if he's going to be looking at the ball. He's not going to be looking at these runners touching base. Damn. I wonder if this was challenged or if the umpire saw it. Immediately. Um, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I listen, if, there's, it the- if there's finally a reason to, you know, watch ESPN, I think that's it. Well, not see the first base umpire. Okay. Now I see the home run was hit down the right field line. So the first base umpire has got to look at the ball and see if it's fair or foul. So it had to have been somebody probably came from the, the dugout. Probably. Yeah. Damn. That's pretty. Wow. So the Pirates now have had two of the worst plays this year. That and that. Oh, 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 the, the Javi Baez first base. Yeah. Ball? Mm-hmm. That's oh, both Pirates God. this year. Wow. I mean, I got to tell you, you know, listen, I, I like Brian Hayes. I think, you know, I've got I've got him on a on like two teams. I wouldn't like buy into the hype. He kind of fell to me. There were early drafts, so I didn't have to pay that premium that you were paying for for Hayes. But, oh, my Lord, dude, that's just, I mean, you know, all right, rookie, fine, chaos. The rest of the Pirates, dude, they just, I mean, they suck. They're really bad. And and that's just, that's bad first base coaching, too. Sorry, Brock should be uh, paying attention to the to the runner to communicate we, to him, right? We do, have an, we do have another injury, though, tonight. The pitcher <laughs> has left the game. Oh, yeah, I know, Sonny Gray. Yeah. 
Yeah, that um, Ani used Sonny Gray in uh, in our head to head. He challenged me again. Oh, okay. <laughs> to a little head to head DFS, and I was like, "All right, well, I'm pretty hungry. I, I love a good breakfast. That's uh, it's been good to me." He started Sunny Gray, so I, I hate to see a guy go down because of that. But if I'm going to uh, enjoy myself a little bit more here and torment Ani, then uh, then it's kind of worth it. That is true, and you always have to look at the positives, right? Do you have? I mean, listen, he's you know, almost fifteen points on on DK, so it's not like you know it's like a bum play, not like a you know a total waste there. He's not getting a zero or grading get you know slapped around in the first inning, and therefore, you know, all of a sudden he like you know has like a negative score and leaves. He's, he's all right. That's that's not that big a deal. Do you uh, you have Sonny Gray? You have shares of him? No, I don't. Me neither. Me neither. He hasn't been the same since he left Oakland. Yeah, I've always liked him. Did I have him? I don't know if I had him last year, but I've had him in the past. Uh, I just didn't get him this year. Yeah, I didn't either. I, I, I mean, I again, that was another one where you know you you just look at him falling apart in so many different levels, and you wonder if he ever if he's ever going to get it back, and and you're just like, uh, no, not really. So. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Did they say what the injury was with him? I haven't seen it yet. Shoulder, something like that. I'm sure Ani sent it to me. Sonny Gray, let's see, has left Tuesday's game with an apparent injury as he was warming up for the fourth. My, so that sounds armish, doesn't it? Uh, could be. Who knows? It could be oblique back. I, it's a, you know, these days, man. Could be anything. <laughs> Come on, guess. Guess. I'll give you a dollar if you guess right. Um, shoulder. Shoulder? Mm-hmm. All right, you're on. We'll, uh, we'll revisit that tomorrow. Let me write that down. Dollar. Shoulder. Good luck with that, Adam. Thank I'll you. be paying. I'll be paying you with Ani's money. <laughs> I'll thank him then. Right? Uh, you know what? Tomorrow I'll be like, "Hey, dude, can you do me a favor and just send a dollar to Ronus uh, for me instead of paying me the full amount?" He'll be like, <laughs> a "Dollar? What the hell is that for?" Right? Well, he bet me that uh, that there was no way that uh, I could lose to you, and <laughs> oh man, you know, listen, look at you, doom and gloom here on the injury front. You know, there are a lot of guys who came back from ML in MLB. Joey Votto's back. Uh, Brandon, Brandon Belt. Belt's back. Mm-hmm. So there's some all right stuff happening. And I had to drop Belt a couple weeks ago in my home league because all my IL spots were filled. And I really wanted him because he's it's OBP and he's great in OBP. And then uh, I got outbid for him on Sunday night. So it kind of sucks. Kind of does suck. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Um, all right. Well. Talk to me here, Adam. Uh, you know, Ronus bonus. Uh, any thoughts that kind of stirring around in your head as you're writing them up? I um, it's really funny. Oh, by the way, happy National Best Friends Day, Adam. I'm not saying that we're best friends. I'm just saying happy National Best Friends Day. I hate these national holidays for like every little thing. Every little thing, dude. <laughs> right? We have to do it. It's a must. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, happy National Best Friends Day to you too. I know this is circled on your calendar and you look forward to this day every single year. I didn't even know it was today. I didn't even know I they had either. one. Ani told me that. <laughs> and you know what? Actually, you got a little shout out today on the Fantasy Alarm. Oh, so Ani said something stupid? No, 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 no. A caller called in uh, to say that he was going to celebrate and shout out his best friend in fantasy football, one Mr. Adam Ronis. Who said that? Oh, I think you know who it was. I don't. You don't? No. If I told you if I said Ellie and Nikita, would that ring a bell? Oh, Ed from the Bronx. There you go, baby. Okay. <laughs> oh, I love his dogs, man. That's how that's how Ed and I ended up bonding over the pups. Oh, yeah. He's big into the dogs, man. <laughs> and why shouldn't he be? Um, but yeah, he uh, he gave you a nice little shout out. Said you guys are best friends, sharing some fantasy teams. Gave you all the credit for any winnings. Well, of course. Yeah, we do the GSD Baseball League together. Uh, pretty much, I do everything. <laughs> yeah, well. It's all good, though. Share the cost, run the team. I mean, you're going to be running the team anyway, right? Yeah, so yeah. If it, if, it, if it means pairing up with somebody who's having a great time with that, absolutely. He'll sometimes text me like 11 p.m. on Sunday, like, hey, man, uh, what about this guy for fab? I see you didn't put anything in. I said, yeah, I haven't gotten to it yet uh, because that is the is CBS. So it doesn't run to like one, 2 a.m. or it has to be right. in by 1 a.m. So there are times where I might not get to it till, you know, after I do tout in NFBC and TGFBI. I mean, I try to get to it the day before, but it all depends on what's going on that weekend. Yeah, I totally get it. I totally get it. Yeah, I mean, I have one league on uh, on on CBS, and that's the one where I finally, you know, I can like sit there and like at the end of my night before I go to bed, while like the wife is washing up and the dogs are going out and taking a whiz, I'm like, oh, I can do my fab now for this, finish it out. Absolutely. By the way, so uh, the MVP was handed out in the NBA as we talked about before with Jokic, and apparently, I didn't know this. They have a fan vote for the award, um, and the fan. Vote gave Derek Rose a first place MVP vote. Really? Yep. Uh, did Derek Rose stay healthy all year? Um. Yeah. Uh, he missed a little time, but he didn't start most of the year. I mean, I was just saying, was he, is is that something he's deserving of? No, not even close. So that's why everyone's seeing it. They're like, "What?" And it wasn't from the media. Apparently, there's a consensus fan vote. How dumb do these fans have to be? Dude, bunch of well, they're just they're they're ballot stuffers, right? Where's well, like where's Rose now? Derek Knicks, like Derek of all people, Derek Rose. I mean, if you're voting for anyone in the MVP in the Knicks, it's Julius Randle. Mm-hmm. I just I don't get it. I mean, okay, and it was the only vote he got. So <laughs> crazy man. Somebody's got a little thingy thing for Derek Rose. Maybe they'll take this fan vote away now um, after this because this is so stupid. Well, yeah, I mean, listen, a fan vote in general is just stupid. It is because they don't they don't know most fans. I mean, we know fantasy fans are pretty smart and savvy, but like just average fan like, oh, yeah, Derek Rose was good this year. I like him. Do you do you remember? Yeah, I mean, that's just that we've, we've seen some ridiculous votes across all sports. Gold yeah, gloves, do, especially. Do you remember the, the year that um, the Royals sent eight 
players to the uh, to the to the All Star game because they all got the, the somebody from Kansas City was a uh, did like the whole it was like one of the first like ballot stuffing you know computer scams and uh, and there you had all of the uh, the Royals that were uh, on that All Star on that starting All Star team. <laughs> yeah, man, it's just. When you have results like that, it's like, okay, can we stop this now? I mean, Derek Rose finished ahead of James Harden, Kawhi Leonard. I mean, this is ridiculous, man. He yeah. got the same amount of first place votes as Joel Embiid and Giannis. What do you think if Derek Rose has a clause in his contract that says he receives a bonus if he gets any first place votes for the MVP? So he bribed fans, is what you're saying? Uh, yeah, just yeah. Talk to so he like split it with a with a ballot stuffer. It's it's just I know it doesn't matter at the end, but it's just embarrassing to see this. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, it 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 is it is. It's just a, it's a it's a dumb thing for me. I don't know, man. I mean, I you know the awards, you know. When you do something like that, to me, it's it's more about, you know, these are the reasons why they got rid of the fan vote. And that's just that's just stupid right there. I mean, it's it's a wasted vote. But, you know, I mean, this wasn't even a close call here. Right. Jokic had a way. What, Jokic had nine hundred and seventy one total points and bead five eighty six. So those ten points really don't mean dinky do here. Yeah, no, they don't. Uh, I think pretty much everyone knew Jokic was going to get as the season went along, and a lot of guys got hurt. You know, Embiid just missed too much time. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Um, all right. Well, uh, any thoughts? Like I was asking before, before we sidetrack again to basketball. But any any thoughts on uh, what's uh, what's caught your eye this week? That uh, you know, you're mulling around your head for the Ronus bonus this week. Uh, not sure yet. I mean, obviously, Kelnick, Keston Hury getting sent down were some things I think that stood out on Monday. I mean, Kelnick was awful, but probably the right thing, get him down there, get his confidence back up. I know we tore AAA before. I think Keston Hury is a way bigger problem. I mean, he had a 31% strikeout rate when he was sent down the first time. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I agree. Listen, I mean, how many times have we seen – the ultimate prospect come up. I mean, Aaron Judge, what, struck out like 52% of the time in his first call-up. Uh, Mike Trout in his first call-up, he wasn't good. You know, I mean, stuff like this, you know, for, for me, it's like, yeah, it's a little bit of a bummer that Kelnick, you know, got sent down and, you know, maybe, you know, his struggles kind of keep them from, you know, promoting Julio Rodriguez a little early. but. You know, I mean, you can't look at this, this, you know, this, this one micro, you know, speck on uh, what, what should be an amazing career uh, and really get down on the guy. I mean, you got him in dynasty or keeper leagues or anything like that. I mean, to me, he's a must hold. Oh, yeah, for sure. And if you can find someone that's going to panic and trade for him in a keeper league, do it now. Now's the time to tr at least attempt it. Yeah. Yeah. Trade for Brian Hayes also because. Yeah, that's going to end up on like every blooper highlight reel during a seventh inning stretch now, right? Oh, it's going to be all over. You'll see it on social media. Uh, this is like this is like you know when a, when a when an outfielder goes up to catch a fly ball and it hits him in the head. 
So that kind of blooper material there. So <laughs> buy low on Jared Kelnick and Brian Hayes. Okay, folks. Well, that's what we got for you today. Uh, Adam's got to go prep for his uh, Emily Blunt-isms right now. Um, she also, Adam, she talks in a, she speaks in a British accent. Okay, cool. So, Leo, it's, it's, <laughs> it's appealing to the ear. And in the movies, too? Um, well, depending on the role, but yes, in most uh, most movies, they just let her keep her accent. Okay. So there you go. You can talk tea and crumpets and Mary Poppins, too, and all sorts of fun stuff there. But for now, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. For Adam Rodas, I'm Howard Bender. We'll catch you next time.